So I thought we'd check in with what happened with the straight white males who were refused either access or promotions to the Royal Air Force. You remember this, don't you? Yes. Yeah. Sky News did the initial. They bit. did. Sky News have been remarkably good on this, and they followed it up with a series of investigations, uh, which surprising considering Sky News. Normally, they're one of the sources of the problems. Uh, but uh, but anyway, I thought we'd we'd go through it. But before we begin, go and check out Repressive Tolerance because this uh, will explain this podcast will explain exactly why this is happening. Of course, if Connor were to be uh, racially discriminatory against a black person, he would be legally in trouble because that would be illegal. When the RAF does it, no one's legally in trouble because there's no accountability because of repressive tolerance. So as we may recall, in June, at the beginning of June, uh, it was revealed that actually there, there was a leaked memo where the RAF was describing useless white male pilots uh, were applying to become... Pilots? What it, they trained for? But not just that. Pe- people who want to defend the country. Yeah. The stupid, useless white men. For some reason, the diversity and the women aren't signing up. I don't know why. But um, it might be something to do with pathologizing the entire civilization from the dawn of time as racist patriarchy, and therefore they don't have a stake in feeling like they want to defend the place. Why would they want to fight for somewhere that was consistently called racist to them? Uh, anyway, yeah. So it turned out that 31 white men received £5,000 each as compensation for being unfairly disadvantaged by racial discrimination. I mean, personally, I would have been lawyering up and demanding more. Five grand? No, you're going to be paying me a lot more than that. But it's also the taxpayer has to not only pay the salaries of these people who exist in the institutions to perpetuate this nonsensical division, but then also the compensation for their malfeasance. Yeah. Uh, A spokesperson said selection standards were not altered and there was no compromise of entry standards, no impact on frontline or operational effectiveness. Okay. Big doubt. If you say so. Uh, and uh, the head of RAF recruitment was a group captain, Elizabeth Nicholl, who had resigned in protest at what she saw as an unlawful order to pause the selection of white male recruits on training courses in favor of women and ethnic minorities. So good for her. She did the ethical thing. Uh, and so Sky News uh, have a follow-up, and I just thought we'd go through it because it's just really interesting that, in fact, nothing has changed, actually, within the institution. Uh, so... Sky News can reveal that the rejected white male recruits are asking for their applications to be reviewed after the Air Force uh, admitted to unlawfully favoring women and ethnic minorities. Uh, Nobody has been punished for this. They made the payouts, so they know that they're guilty. They know that they've done wrong. They know they've broken the law. And they've paid compensation to the people whom they racially and sexually discriminated against. And yet, nothing else has changed. Uh, These uh, defense sources... uh, have complained, you know, that actually nothing has happened. These these white men who are discriminated against obviously should actually be given the promotions that they deserve. Uh, but they've also expressed dismay at the lack of accountability among the RAF top brass, comparing it unfavorably with how the army deals with soldiers who get drunk, because apparently drunk soldiers are also not being punished. Uh, which, again... That seems like a liability to, to frontline efficacy, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, why the standards should be consistently falling is anyone's guess. I mean punish someone who's drunk on duty. In the article, they talk about um, soldiers in Latvia who are getting drunk. And it's like, okay, A, why have we got soldiers in Latvia? But B, why are they allowed to be drunk on duty? Are they just petrified about retaining recruitment because levels are lowest since the Napoleonic Wars? Quite possibly. Um, The service apologized, blamed incorrect legal advice, and said everyone had been acting with the best intent and no disciplinary action was recommended. 
I was racist against you because I was acting with the best intent. <laughs> I just had bad legal advice. Be racist against the white men for yeah. diversity. That's what... No, you knew. I, I'm sorry. I do not accept this as a defense. And in fact, ignorance of the law is no defense anyway. Uh, and I don't agree that they're, they're, they had the best intent. Their intent seems to have been openly racist. And they seem to have known it was openly racist. And they must know that that's illegal in Britain. But this is, this is the banality of evil of the bureaucratic structure. Mm. It's a bit like Brazil, which I know that, that Josh and Harry have discussed recently. You can always sign away your moral culpability by kicking it up the chain with a form. And then yeah. the form gets lost. And yeah. then you, as the aggrieved person, have to go through the process of signing a form to then be- get back less in compensation than the damage you ever suffered. Yeah. And so uh, what happened to those people? Uh, well, Chief, uh, Air Chief Marshal Sir Mike Wigston the then chief of air staff, uh, who made improving diversity a top priority, uh, retired in June. Uh, and so he's getting paid stacks of cash in his retirement fund. So he gets a golden parachute. Yep. Uh, air Vice Marshal Maria, Bi- uh, Maria Byford, uh, the top personnel officer, uh, is set to retire. Uh, she's going to get her salary of £179,000 until her actual retirement. Nothing's going to happen to her. Um, air Commodore Joe Lincoln, uh, another senior personnel officer, has just moved to another post, failed upwards. And group captain William Dole, then head of recruitment, is being promoted. Why are we promoting racists? Anyway, nobody's happy. So uh, one of the white men, <laughs> I love that, just, they're just the white men, right, who was in the recruitment process at the time, trying and failing to become a pilot, said he was outraged that no one had taken responsibility for the wrongdoing. I think it's awful, to be honest. He said in an interview, asking to remain anonymous. Why would he need to remain anonymous? Because he's an enemy to the regime. This yes. is a this is a black mark against their intersectional credentials. Yes, and therefore his career now for the rest of his life will be forever marked with this, and he will be view, He will be just again. It'll be repressive tolerance. He'll just be marginalised the whole time because of his objection to diversity. Yeah, even though his objection was principled, he's now going to be branded as a troublemaker. Not just principled, but legal as well. Like even if it was you know just a non-legal issue, that would be enough. But no, he was with fully within the bounds of the law. They broke the law. They paid him off, and now his career is going to be ruined if he even comes out with his real name. It's terrible, isn't it? I mean, that's just atrocious. Anyway, he says so many lives uh, would have been affected by it. Maybe some may be even ruined because a career in the RAF is some people dream about their whole lives. For uh, so there is no to be no action, nothing really to be done about it. Just an apology feels very cheap. A source with close links to the RAF called the situation farcical. Self-preservation over leading by example seems to be the Air Force's mantra. No wonder retention is S. Uh, makes it sound a lot more like some sort of Middle Eastern uh, institution, that like, uh, like you know the Iraqi army or something. It's like, well, no, I'm, I'm not here for, uh, to do the, the right thing for the right reasons. I'm here for self-preservation. And I'm just going to pass responsibility further along down the chain because it's just not my problem. You know, I'm just trying to avoid being left holding the bag. But anyway, everyone knows that this is wrong. Like everyone involved knew this was wrong. Like Sky News spoke to a source who worked in recruitment during the relevant period. They accused the RAF of hiding behind the excuse of incorrect legal advice, saying the feeling of unease inside the recruitment force over what they were being asked to do had been widespread, but was ignored to in the push to meet diversity targets. Everyone knew. Everyone in this institution was like, why are we doing an evil thing? Why are we the bad people here? Why do we have to, I have to go to work every day and be like, God, yeah, we're going to be racist today. We're like literally going to be like, no, you're the wrong color. And so you can get out. 
Well, I don't like that. There must, you know, there must have been this feeling of disquiet and discomfort throughout the entire institution. The source claimed that multiple people on multiple occasions had raised concerns with Air Vice Marshal Byford, Air Commodore Lincoln, and Group Captain Dole about the legality of favoring certain recruits over white men. It was literally people just constantly saying, this is wrong. I don't feel comfortable doing this because this, to me, feels like positive discrimination, the source said, speaking anonymously again because this is the problem. There is an underlying positive spin on this, though, in that the abject cowardice of most betrays the fact that the majority of people caught up in the system and are arbitrarily discriminating against white men in positions where competence should be the defining marker, as in all positions, frankly, aren't sincere in their convictions of the intersectional faith. They're no. just going along with it for self-preservation. Yeah. And, and because most people respond to incentives rather than ideas, a lot of the time, all you would need to do is change the legal and financial incentives, hmm. and they'll nod along with whatever the new narrative is. Sure. So you, just can, you can outroot the, the one or two doctrinal interpreters of the intersectional rot and change the law, and then we can flip it around. Sure, but I am concerned that it makes our armed forces sound literally like the Iraqi armed forces. At the moment, definitely. Where everyone just keeps their head down and does whatever dear leader says. Yes. Because they, they, there's nothing to be gained by being principled. That's the problem. And it, I really have an objection to that. Because honestly, I mean, I just thought we were better than that in Britain. Yeah. Honest. The institution um, shouldn't be for your own personal empowerment and career security. It should be because you're conscripted into the grand narrative of defending a country you are grateful to exist in. Yeah, it's about duty. and It's about uh, truth. And it's about doing the right thing. And this is not what's happening in the RAF because of woke uh, ideology. Uh, as Sky News tell us, positive discrimination is unlawful under equality legislation. You're not allowed to do that. Um, the source said uh, it got to the point where the RAF senior leadership ended up putting up, uh, ended up putting out this newsletter uh, for want of a better word, saying, this is what positive action is. This is what positive discrimination is. And we are using positive action to increase diversity. If you just put positive in front of it, it makes it okay. Yeah, I'm against that. I'm really against that. Uh, people just looked at it and went, yeah, that's not right. No matter how much you try and justify it, it's just not right. Uh, under Air, Mar Air Chief Marshal Wigston, uh, levels of ambition were set to more than double uh, uh, the, the number of female and ethnic minority recruits. Uh, 240% and 20% respectively by 2030. Uh, wonder where that idea came from. Well, I can tell you where that idea came from. Obviously, it came from critical race theory, which again is uh, one of those things that we've done an awful lot of work on on the website. Uh, definitely recommend if you want to know what the roots of all this are, uh, go and check that out. Uh, but anyway, that's, that's just basically the update. Uh, they got paid off. No one was punished. No one was held accountable. Uh, a bunch of them either retired or failed upwards. Um, and that's the state of the Royal Air Force. If you appreciated that segment from the podcast of the Lotus Eaters, you can go to lotuseaters.com to get access to all the premium content that's on the site, such as the premium articles, this one's Star Citizen and the Quest for the Future, with an audio track for Silver and Gold Tears. If you'd like to find out what else is being put out, you can follow on Getter at lotuseaters underscore com on Getter. Thank you and goodbye.